Hey there, fellow pop culture nerds, Christian from the Proton Pack podcast here. Tony and I recently made the transition to host our podcast at anchor.fm, and they made switching from our previous podcast host an absolute breeze. Whether you're old pros like us or new to the podcast game, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. In fact, you don't even need the complete tech setup that we use. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. That includes creation tools allowing you to record and edit your podcast, which you can do right from your phone or computer, and it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And as you gain traction with your show, you can easily make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Proton Pack Podcast. I'm Chris and with me always is the Robin to my Batman, Tony. Say hey, Tone. Hi guys, how are you? That was, that was a delayed one. Episode 36, <laughs> here we go. Our second uh, week of uh, live recording here. So uh, give this a shot. We got some good feedback from last week's episode. So uh, try and few of those suggestions this week so you're not going to see a tv running in the background and uh hopefully the picture and audio will come out good this week we shall see yeah as far as i can tell at least your picture and audio is looking great sounds great um mine is slightly delayed for some reason hmm. not sure what that is <laughs> so that's uh, okay mine is if you're too. Wa- i can see like your your live camera like my, my live camera is a little delayed too but uh, I'm trying not to look at that so much. Yeah. Um, and again, it's all part of figuring out the technologies and the right settings and, and getting it to a point where it'll be dialed in. But, uh, you know, we're a little bit better than last week. Next week will be a little bit better than this week. Um, you can see we've changed the layout a little bit. And uh, that way, the stories that we're talking about uh, will pop up bigger and better. And you can see us uh, a little more clearly, even though I'm slightly delayed which is bugging the crap out of me right now (laughs) oh well oh well well in any case we will go ahead and kick things off the way we do every week with our own personal shameless plugs shameless plug time but then these hills that juan valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning All right. Uh, first shameless plug is my nonprofit, Rough Riders. Uh, we are a dog rescue nonprofit based out of Reno here. We go down uh, not only to the rural areas here in Nevada, obviously there's a lot of open space, uh, but we also go up and down the West Coast, pulling dogs from kill shelters, bringing them back up, finding them places to live, giving them a second chance at life. Uh, we've got 
We've got some great program initiatives. We're raising money right now for a uh, fleet of transport vehicles. Uh, our goal is $75,000. And uh, we've got some great sponsors already, like Tito's Handmade Vodka, who has uh, contributed a $10,000 donation match. Um, so the next $10,000 we raise, they will match that, which is awesome. That's incredibly huge, uh, man. That's It's always good to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, if you're interested in learning more, over to roughwriters.org, or you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Rough Writers Saves. Uh, for Tony's shameless plug, he does another segment on another pop culture show with our good friend Jimmy Jones. And uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yeah, that, Tony. Yeah, so uh, on, uh, you can check out Pop Culture Kaboom, hosted by Jimmy Jones. Uh, it airs every Sunday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And that you can listen to that on 95.1 FM, KNVC, Carson City Community Radio, if you're in the Nevada area. Or you can live stream it wherever you're at at KNVC nbc.org and click the little listen live link and uh, jimmy talks everything pop culture from uh, comic books toys comic cons um, things of that nature he also discusses tv and, and movies and i participate in the movie segment which usually airs at about 7 45 um So I don't know what they're off. They are off the top of my head. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Switch over. Totally tubular. There it is. All right. Uh, TotallyRad1981.com uh, started out that as a, just a fun way to um, harken back to the eras that we grew up, the 80s and 90s, um, selling T-shirts with logos inspired by that period in time. Uh, I've been in the background changing things around, and uh, at least we'll give you guys a little more information. So Totally Rad 1981 uh, is now going to become a Twitch channel, Twitch stream, um, and I'll be going through playing classic NES games, SNES, uh, as soon as the uh, Genesis uh, Mini comes out, be playing those and uh, looking to do just an hour a week, uh, connect with some people on Twitch who love classic gaming. And then on there, we will have, of course, um, the Totally Rad 1981 apparel as well. And then, uh, of course, you know, if you enjoy all of that throwback stuff, check out uh, mainly the Instagram page, which is at Totally Rad 1981, and we've got all sorts of fun throwback commercials and TV and cartoon intros and, and things that'll definitely remind you of uh, your childhood if you grew up around the same eras that we did. Excellent! No delayed on stuff this week. <laughs> all right, and then our finally, our finally, our final shameless plug. Shameless plug. Our final shameless plug. <laughs> it is. So uh, Tony and I are um, going to be at the Reno Pop Culture Con, not as attendees, but we're going to have a booth there. Uh, we're planning on doing a live show directly from the Pop Culture Con. Um, hopefully the uh, technology holds up and we're able to get a, a good Wi-Fi signal to get that out. Uh, 
But we'll be recording segments and doing things along those lines as well. Uh, hoping to have some little tchotchkes, maybe some stickers or buttons. And so if you are coming out to the Reno Pop Culture Con, definitely stop by, say hi. We'd love to meet you. And uh, we're hoping to maybe have some special guests as well. Yeah, I'm hoping we can book some. Um, I know we talked to our friend Jimmy Jones from uh, Pop Culture Kaboom, but... Uh... We look forward to getting this set up. This will be our first time doing it. Um, in fact, the airfare is booked. I'll be out there. I uh, won't be uh, here in Colorado. We'll actually be there live in Reno, Nevada. So I look forward to going home to do that. Yeah, and they've announced a, a few new uh, guests as well. So uh, Val Kilmer, uh, Summer Glau, um, you know, Ray Park, who played uh, um, Darth Maul. And he played um, Toad in the original X-Men. That's right. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be some neat guests there, um, Artist Alley, Authors Alley, um, lots of fun stuff. You know, just think of it as a mini San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, looking forward to it. And it's done from, if, if you guys have been to the Denver uh, Pop Culture Con, it's put on by the same exact people, and they do a really good job with the one here in Denver. So, really cool that they're um, putting on the one in Reno. Nice. And uh, hopefully my phone will stop buzzing here so that, uh, you know, I use my phone as my webcam. And so uh, anytime a text message or something oh, comes through, it yeah. And, uh, bitch. <laughs> and when I'm using it, um, what's annoying is I can't put the do not disturb mode on because you have to have the, the phone closed in order for do not disturb to take place. So I'll figure that out at some point. But in the meantime, if something comes through, that's what that little buzz is. All right. So we got the shameless plugs out of the way. We got our little, uh, uh, you know, technology stuff taken care of. Uh, let's get the show started. It's not going to be a huge show. There wasn't a lot of uh, information that came out. But uh, with that being said, there are some big stories that came out. And so uh, let's go ahead and kick it off like we do every week with some TV news. Yeah, TV is going to be real short. I think the intro is even longer. Bazinga. The cream of the crop. Let's go. Excellent. Hail to the king. All right, so with uh, D23 taking place the previous weekend, we got our first official trailer for The Mandalorian. And uh, I can't say how much I am excited for this show. It is, oh, it, it, I mean, it looks amazing. It looks theater quality. Um, I mean, it looks like a legit Star Wars movie, and it's just a TV show. And like I said, I, I think uh, it is the most expensive TV show ever produced. Uh, they had something like a $100 million budget to create it. And uh, it's helmed by Jon Favreau. So uh, Lion King, Iron Man, um, definitely an awesome director in his own right. Uh, because of the trailer coming out, we're starting to get a little bit more information on when it takes place and uh, just what's going to be happening in it. And uh, it's looking like The Mandalorian is going to take place between episodes three and... No, I'm sorry. Between, <laughs> between three and nine. No, between six and seven. And uh, we'll basically follow the origins of the, fir uh, the First Order's rise to power. 
And so, you know, we might get a little Knights of Ren in there, um, but uh, we do know exactly where that's going to be. Um, Dave Filoni, who is one of the directors, says, uh, you know, you get that the Rebels won and they're trying to establish a republic, but there's no way that could have set in for everybody all at once. And so, uh, you know, with the events of Return of the Jedi, um, you know, both sides are scrambling basically to establish their own um, uh, governments, if you will. And uh, this is just showing that rise for the uh, First Order. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real cool that they're going to incorporate that. I look forward to seeing, you know, um, what the story is with the uh, Lone Bounty Hunter. Um just uh, see what it's going to be like. I mean, it looks cool. And the so. and the actor who plays him, Pedro Pascal, who uh, you'll know from uh, Narcos or um, uh, the Golden Circle, Kingsman, Golden Circle. He plays that lone bounty hunter, and he came out and said that he is not Boba Fett, which that was a little bit of speculation. Um, but my question is, are we ever going to see his face or are they basically keeping the, the mask on the entire time, which is sort of rare in movies and TV show? Because obviously, if you have a big actor, they try to show their face as much as possible. Just look at Judge yeah. Dredd. The, the Sylvester Stallone okay, one. I was going to say, which one, the reboot or the, or the Stallone one? Yeah. And, of course, with the technology, I forgot to switch that image over so we could see what's going on. All right, kid. Yeah. So, uh, and that comes out right away. So, November 12th, as soon as Disney Plus launches, you will get uh, The Mandalorian. Um, I don't know about you, Tone, but I signed up for the D23 membership. I got the promo code. And then I realized one day too late that uh, I wasn't able to get the um, uh, discount price, the $4 oh, per month. Oh, did you do it late? Um, I did it one day oh, too crap. late. Well, guess what? I haven't done it yet, so I'm in the same boat you are. <laughs> right. But at the same time... I'm still going to get it. You know, I don't care if I'm paying 7 bucks for 4 bucks. Six ninety nine a month. I mean, it's... Still paying for it. Well yeah, worth. When I might well do, worth. it's weird because I do. I get Hulu for free with my Spotify. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I'll do the twelve ninety nine for with the ESPN Plus, but you know, I have ESPN Plus. I've got Hulu with my Spotify as well, so I'm probably just going to pick up Disney Plus on yeah. its own. Yeah, not a bad way to go with all that either. So no, no. So, uh, as we mentioned, there's not a lot of stories, and actually, that was our only. That was our only TV story. So now we're just going to roll right in. Not even the movies yet. We're going to bust right in to to the weekend box office. Here we go. All right. uh, As my computers are catching up. Welcome to the box office report, yeah. Seeing it at 11.30 in the morning. Looks like you're going to be drinking my yum-yums. Today's today's (laughs) episode is not sponsored by Kirkland Signature Water. Well, to be fair, you do have to work, so no alcohol on this episode. Um, At the weekend box office, there wasn't a whole lot of change. Um, Not any... There weren't any big movies that uh, really no, came out last week. week. This is uh, 
I'll go on that little rant I usually do on this show, but when you look at movies that bomb, typically during the summer, because they open against something big, maybe look at a weekend like this to release your movies. Right. Well, and I think because it was the Labor Day weekend, a lot of people were out camping, doing things that, uh, you know, maybe they just assume that it would be a slower box office weekend. But again, I don't know if that's just because there weren't any big new movies that came out. You know, it was everything that was already in theaters or, um, you know, that's a proven fact and that's why they don't release it then. I don't know. I did happen to go see a couple of, uh, I did see a few movies this last week, but did you? Well, as we come across on last episode, so no, we didn't. I, uh, we'll get to it when we come across the thing because they're both, they're both in the top 10 that I saw. So, Nice. All right. So uh, first place for a second week in a row is the R-rated action thriller, Angel Has Fallen, uh, with another $11.5 million, uh, bringing its domestic total to 40.6, which is, it's good. You know, I heard that uh, movie doesn't have a lot in the way of story, but it's just I'm a kinda, fun popcorn When you look at that for a number movie. one movie for two weeks in a row, like for as big as the summer box office has been, 40.6 million seems kind of, kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. In second place was the Seth Rogen produced Good Boys, which I know you said yeah. was awesome, with another nine point one million. It was good. Uh, in third place, we had The Lion King with uh, six point seven worldwide total, one point five six billion dollars. Uh, no signs of slowing down there. And then, of course, once it gets a home release. It'll be well over the two yeah, billion. Yeah, no, it was great. I did, I did finally see The Lion King, and uh, it wasn't that bad. It was, um, it, it's just there. <clears throat> I think if you grew up watching the cartoon version, that's to me, that's a lot better. Um, but the live mm. action is pretty spot on. There's a few differences, um, but overall, I mean, if you're gonna take your kiddos there, it's a great time. You know what to expect. Someone asked me, they're like. Well, were you sad? Wasn't it a sad movie? And spoiler alert, if you've never seen The Lion King, but Mufasa dies, so... Um, so it, wasn't, it wasn't sad, they just... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought, I felt like Scar was a lot more evil-looking lion in the cartoon than this. He looked like a haggard, like, hobo lion that had been hit, <laughs> you know, if a lion could drink hooch or something and just done a mm. couple of rounds of meth... And just, you know, Uncle Scar was just haggard and I don't know. Good movie, though. So I would recommend yeah. seeing it. I mean, it's, it was good. Well, I heard that this one was successful just due to the fact that it followed the original pretty darn close as opposed to um, what was, oh, Dumbo that came out uh, some months back that departed and was weird and, and people didn't like it for that reason. Wow. All right. Uh, in fourth place was Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw with another $6.2 million. Uh, it's doing Good. well. <laughs> R-rated Calvin and Hobbs. <laughs> that was a damn um, Yeah. And it's doing well enough that there's no doubt that we're going to get a, a sequel oh, to yeah. that. Uh, fifth place, faith-based drama Overcomer. No clue what that is. <laughs> nope. Just like James. James, James. 
James and I agree. Yep. All right. Sixth place was the R-rated horror thriller Ready or Not with 5.6 million. Was that one of the ones you saw no. this weekend? No. Oh, I want to yeah, see that. Yeah, you know, that thing's going to be uh, on uh, Redbox and streaming faster than you can say Chewbacca. Yeah. I know. I know. Chewbacca's the first button I saw when I said that. Um, <laughs> it looks good. I thought the girl was played by, I thought Margot Robbie was in it. But it, I so, nope. Um, Different girl. Yeah. Um the reviews it's getting are really good. You know, horror movies that come out nowadays, you know, either people really like them critic wise, um, or they hate them. And this one's getting good reviews from both critics and people watching. Yeah. I'd look forward to, I'll, I'll see it. I'm sure, but I don't know if it'll be in the theaters. Okay. Uh, seventh place. We had scary stories to tell in the dark with 5 million. Um, I know you saw that, uh, already and enjoyed it. Probably a good PG thirteen horror movie. I talked about before the podcast, but yeah, that was a uh, that was a good hard PG thirteen. wasn't the R rated, but it was still enough to creep you out. And of course, if you if you have a fear of spiders, woo, buddy, there's that scene. Yep. So, yeah, you definitely talked about that yeah, on the last so, episode. Yeah, definitely a good movie. But also, you could probably get away with just uh, red boxing it and checking that out on Reno. I don't think you have to go to a theater to see it. Yeah. Uh, in eighth place is a movie that fell off the top ten and came back in. Spider-Man: Far From Home with four point two million. Okay. <laughs> uh, ninth place, Dora and the Lost City of Gold with four point one million. We did it! We did it! We did it! I'm really surprised you don't have that sound clip. Uh, no, I deleted it off the thing, and I just forget it. I forget did we're you? gonna talk Dora. I just wouldn't plan on the first, the last three episodes we talked Dora. It's kind of like. When the show took off, we ta- I tried to squeeze Taylor Swift references in like the first couple, which have since died off, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, closing out the top 10 was the Angry Birds movie 2 with 4.1 million. The boys saw it. They said they liked it. Um, you know, probably a good kids yeah. movie, but, you know, obviously not Pixar quality or yeah. DreamWorks or anything along those I don't, lines. Yeah, I don't think that's something I would watch. I mean, of course, if I had kids, it'd probably be a lot different. I probably would end up seeing it. Animation looked yep. great. I I did give it that in our uh, review thing I did on uh, pop culture. Um, that was the only nice thing I think I said about it. <laughs> All right, and that does it for the top ten. Now this weekend we have more than likely what's going to be the new number one, which is it chapter two, and I am looking forward to it. That was only good if you saw right. <laughs> watching the live stream. <laughs> All right, Tony, uh, get that button ready because uh, moving on from box office report to movie news. Are you the key master? Back it up, Fuzzball. All right, um, our first bit of movie news is actually our trailer of the week, and uh, just dropped a couple days ago. Yeah, is uh, I don't have any sound bites for it, but yeah, we don't need sound that's bites okay. For it. <laughs> uh, the third installment of the Bad Boys movies. Um, what is it? Eighteen years after the last yeah, one, something along those a lot lines. Of time in between every single one of these. Yep. 
We've got uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence coming back to reprise their roles, and we got our first official trailer uh, for the movie that comes out uh, in January of was, next year. So. I was surprised it was coming out in January. That was a really big surprise. I thought it was going to be a summer movie, but I'll take it. I Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, it's funny because February has been like the new hot spot to put movies in. And it's sort of looking like uh, January's, you know, crossing over a little bit for that. Yeah, I like it. When uh, After I saw when it was dry, when the trailer had rolled and stuff and it said that, I was like, <laughs> hey, well, that's a good, good call on their part. Um, especially because, I mean, I think uh, people from our generation, you know, from uh, the 90s and stuff, um, Obviously, we're big fans of the movies. Um, I don't know if today's generation would know what Bad Boys is. They're like, oh, what's Bad Boys for life? We'll go watch Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I'm really looking forward to it. And Will Smith looks like he doesn't freaking age, man. Right. Unfortunately, Martin Lawrence can't say the same. He looks like he's eaten <laughs> was, a few... I was uh... telling my friend that I had, had uh, shown her the trailer, and she, she got all excited about uh, Will. But... I was like, yeah, but poor Martin, he uh, got a little, little cushy, cushy. Exactly. Uh, and Joey Pants is looking yeah, old. Yeah, but I'm glad he's still, he's still the uh, chief. It's funny that they're talking retirement when their chief hasn't even retired yet. Right. Did you watch the Red Band trailer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It looks good, and, and uh, it's definitely a hard R. So there's going to be a lot of uh, mother. Cussing that's not going to be censored like this show. <laughs> um, did you post it on our I Facebook did, page? Yeah, you can check the trailer out awesome. now. That dropped unexpectedly yesterday, so I'm excited yeah. for it. Um, uh, I can't wait. Um, I really love the other two uh, Bad Boy movies. I don't, I don't like the title of it. I think Bad Boys for Life sucks. I would have just called it Bad Boys Three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You'll see from the trailer that it holds the visual style of the previous two Michael Bay-directed movies, even though this one isn't directed by Michael Bay. It's directed by uh, Belgium filmmakers Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah. Uh, have no idea what they've directed before, but uh, they definitely tried to stick close to those, uh, oh, you know, those 360 low-angle uh, Michael Bay shots with the sunset in the background and, and very colorful. And, uh, yeah, I think fans of the first two movies will appreciate that, that they didn't go with a huge departure. Absolutely. Um, is he producing it? Or is, he, or is that Jerry Bruckheimer? Jerry Bruckheimer, I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Bay is a producer yeah. on it just because of the first Either two way, movies. So going to be good. January is when it drops. So there's a big, that's, going to kick off a good year of movies in 2020 it definitely will um and then just as a friendly reminder any of the stories we're talking about any of the trailers anything that uh you know we're mentioning here uh tony has gone and put up onto our facebook page so you can see that um facebook.com forward slash proton pack podcast and then we've got some fun stuff on our instagram as well proton pack podcast there as well our support there's another yep. famous plug yep. we just squeezed in there for our own show. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next uh, story is uh, we're going to have actually quite a few uh, DC Warner Brothers stories, which is 
sort of strange. We don't get that many in no. one week, and What's uh, this one gonna be? not. Not a whole lot of Marvel. Uh, so this is a movie that I've been very amp- apprehensive about. Um, I haven't been <laughs> I like thrilled with the information coming in. You're like, I don't, like, you don't want to talk about this. I know. But with all of that being said, um, we're talking Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, uh, starring Joaquin, Fi- Phoenix. Blah, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> And they actually just debuted the movie over at the, I want to say the Venice Film Festival. Which film festival was it? Yeah. yeah. Venice Film Festival. Uh, critics had a chance. Reviews. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently it got an eight-minute standing ovation. Uh, critics are already giving it uh, rave reviews, an 88% fresh rating. Um, it is very reality grounded. So similar to the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, it's not going to have, you know, people who can fly and all, you know, all of the, you know, more super powered stuff that you expect from comic book movies. Um, I mean, I'm still going to see it. I'm still going in with low expectations just because, uh, again, it they could have made this movie a non-Joker movie because it doesn't stick to any of the comic book roots. Right. right. But apparently it's good. So Yeah, you know, I got to say I didn't I really didn't want to see this movie after the first not when we heard about it and especially uh with the trailer, the first trailer as like and Todd Phillips usually sticks to just comedy. Like he's done The Hangover and Road Trip and um old school you know he's really known for that like he likes to show up for the gang bangs (laughs) i doubt this will be in this movie um the premise of it's kind of lame it's like okay so arthur flex a failed comedian and and he gets bullied and beat up and then it sends him into the depths of madness but uh, after watching the second trailer i'm a little more intrigued and the fact that it's getting good reviews I'm not going to let that fool me because I did that with The Witch and that's always scarred me. Yep. Everyone's like, The Witch is the greatest horror movie ever made. And I went in and wanting it to be that and it was the biggest pile of food. It was terrible. So, um, I don't think The Joker might not be that bad, but I agree with you. Should we have called it The Joker? You probably could have done its own standalone. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor, so uh, from Johnny Cash to The Joker, let's go. Um, I look forward to seeing it actually, so. We'll have. Yeah. Should be interesting. Um, and the the irony of this, well, not irony, but just the odd thing is that, you know, when all of this started coming out was, uh, let's see, a couple days before, so September 3rd, 4th, this movie doesn't even come out for another month. So you got to wait till October 4th in order to see it. Yeah, it's uh, that's why I was like, man, they're really trying to get this thing reviewed quick, yep. you know? Quicker than the way... Uh, Disney and Fox swept uh, Dark Phoenix under the rug. They're like, yeah, it's a piece of crap. Just let's just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably for the best, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next bit of DC news is another movie that, uh, again, very apprehensive about. Um, just don't see it being all that great. Um, and we're talking Margot Robbie returning to her role of Harley Quinn in The Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Um, 
With all of that being said, we just got a new little teaser trailer that uh, basically plays into the idea of it coming out. There's the uh, balloons, the red balloons coming up, uh, the iconic it music, and then Harley Quinn comes in, starts bashing balloons, and that music. I just wanted, yep, just wanted a reason to do it. I didn't know we were going to talk so much about uh, Pennywise here. <laughs> and uh, uh, basically making a joke about you know no more clowns. Obviously referring to her relationship with uh, the Joker. So uh, it shows some really quick snippets of action in there as well. Um, I, again, I, I, I'm not seeing enough in this to be like, yeah, that looks amazing. But being a comic book movie, I'll probably still see it. Yeah, uh, I'm going in low. This one, I'm going low expectations. I liked Margot Robbie's portrayal of Harley Quinn in Suicide I squad. do too. It's great. And she's beautiful. So what's not to like there? Um, <laughs> I do generally even like her movies. Um, not just because that, but uh, just the, her look is a little, eh, I, I just don't know. Especially when we're already getting another Suicide Squad too, where she's supposed to be in that too. So I don't know where this is all going to fall. This is why trying right. with DC, trying to rush to get, you know, make make their own universe. They, they kind of you get weird things like this. So we we'll see. You know, I, I will give yeah. DC this. Um, the last couple movies haven't been bad. You know, you think about like Aquaman was pretty good, um, and Shazam was awesome. I love Joker Shazam. doesn't look great, but you know, might surprise a lot. I mean, that second trailer looks good. This new trailer doesn't like excite me to go see this, but. Uh, what do you do? Right, right. Um, the Harley Quinn project that I'm actually really excited to see is the one that's going to be on DC Universe, which is the Harley Quinn adult cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Some great voice acting there. Um, and being that it's adult, there's going to be cursing and blood and, and all kinds of fun stuff there. And um, if you ever watched Batman the Brave and the Bold cartoon, Diedrich Batter, who did uh, Batman's voice, is going to be doing Batman's voice in this one as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, get him from the Drew Carity show. I know. I think of him from Office Space. <laughs> Peter, Peter, hey, Peter Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we've got uh, one more bit of uh, DC movie news, and that is, um, you know, we know now that Robert Pattinson is going to be donning the cape and cowl for Batman, or the Batman, uh, from Matt Reeves' project. And uh, he came out recently to Variety, not came out, came out, (laughs) talked to Variety. (laughs) Oh, but I would. (laughs) Talking about uh, actually donning the suit. And so uh, what he said is, you know, I put it on. I remember saying to Matt, it does feel quite transformative. He was like, I would hope it does. You're literally in the bat suit. You do feel very powerful immediately. And it's pretty astonishing. Something that is incredibly difficult to get into. So the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. You've got five people trying to shove you into something. Once you've got it on, it's like, yeah, I feel strong. I feel tough, even though I had to have someone squeeze, <laughs> squeezing my butt cheeks into the legs. 
So uh, it looks like he's having fun with it. Um, I'm looking forward to this project. Uh, you know, Matt Reeves has already said that uh, this version of Batman is taking a detective comics type vibe, uh, sort of a noir, true detective story, as opposed to, you know, the campy Joel Schumacher, just pure action and, and camp. Yeah, no Batman nipples. So. Yep, no bat nipples. <laughs> so uh, I think Robert, Robert Pattinson's going to do well. Um, I haven't seen... No, I take that back. I, I know he's British, but he's going to probably do an American accent in this, and I don't know what his American accent is like. So. Yeah, as long as they don't bring Kristen Stewart in, I'm okay. Yeah, and hopefully he doesn't go with the gravelly, uh, you know, what was it after Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises with uh, Christian Bale? You could almost not understand what he was saying. And I'm Batman. I'm always talking like this, and I'm Batman, and I want to just jump up all over the place. <laughs> Hopefully, just get a Randy Savage like voice. That'd be fun. Yep. So uh, production itself kicks off, uh, looks like early next year. We don't have a date on its release. So as more news comes out, we will certainly let you guys know. We will. All right. Moving on from DC news to just a teensy bit of Marvel news. Um, we are getting the home release date for Spart- Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's what he's going to have to now be known in the MCU. <laughs> when they say Spider-Man, they'll just have to Um I saw somebody put up like as if it was an official announcement from Marvel coming soon, Black Monkey. <laughs> oh, that's because that's what they yeah, call him in the movie, movie, you know. So that way they can keep him in the universe. That's the only way you can do it now, unfortunately. Yep. Is there still no news yeah, on so, that Spider-Man drama, by the way? And I hate it. And everything I'm seeing is, you know, things have fallen through and what's done is done. And then other things pop up. Oh, negotiations are still ongoing. So until we've got anything set in stone, it, it may not even be worth nah, reporting we'll report on it. When we have something concrete, we all hope that they can get it resolved. But if not, I think even... Tom Holland's under contract, so he has no choice but to say the right words. Sony will, they'll do fine. They'll do fine. He has no choice to say that. Yeah. Because he's, he's, yeah. he's contracted to say it, so. Yeah. Two more movies, at least, with uh, Sony side of Spider-Man, so. I'm excited. That, I mean, they'll still be good movies. They just, it just sucks that it won't be tied. That's all. Yep. Uh, but if you still want to see Spider-Man as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in your home theater, um, you will be able to get Spider-Man Far From Home on digital September 17th, so 12 days from now. Um, or if you are just waiting for that physical DVD, Blu-ray, 4K um, you know, disc itself, you got to wait uh, almost a half a month till October 1st. Yeah, it looks good. And then I guess like the box art on here that we shared on our Facebook page, it says... Uh, one of the quotes under critic quote down at the bottom, it says no in game for Spidey. He's flying higher than ever. Well, apparently they're going to remove that beforehand because they don't want to make an in game reference. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, quick question. Cause I 
rarely buy physical discs anymore. Do they make it so that if you pre-order the physical disc, you can actually download the digital version no, early? No, you have to wait for the disc to come because the code's inside the disc. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I quit buying physical movies except for the Marvel ones. Those are the only ones I buy, but then I upload it to the Voodoo thing, and then it's just kind of there. I think digital is such the easiest way to go because you look and you have all these movies and physical discs just takes up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah, but some people are collectors, and so yeah, well, that's, I, I figured that's the I, thing. I had them all. I had the whole MCU universe. I might as well just keep going. Right. All right. Well, that does it for movie news. We're going to go ahead and head on into uh, our last last segment. You guys have actually, hung out this long. Great job. <laughs> yep, and it's uh, actually a handful of stories, and uh, we're talking about video game news. All right, uh, let's see. A little bit of Star Wars video game news. Uh, If you were a fan of the old Jedi Knight series, Jedi Knight 1 and 2... Good news is that uh, they are being re-released to the consoles. So Jedi Knight Outcast and then Jedi Knight uh, Jedi Academy. Uh, Let's go ahead and switch that picture over so people watching can see what we're talking about, sort of. Um, Looks like initially it was supposed to come out just to Nintendo Direct, but now it seems like it is coming to Sony as well. Um, Looking through here, it doesn't look like they're... Looking to bring it to Xbox. Yeah, I so, wonder what the deal uh, is with that. I don't know. Really oh. strange. But uh, these were sort of the precursors to the Force Unleashed series, which were fantastic games. Um, and obviously, when you played them, you know the graphics were amazing at that time. Now you go back, and they're a little polygonal and and weird. But the gameplay was fun, and uh, definitely a series that I enjoyed playing. Back in the day. Right. But, uh, you know, for me, just not having enough time to play most video games in general, I probably won't pick this up. Um, I am looking forward to the new Jedi yeah. game that's coming out. Um, so, yeah. if I pick it. I actually keep looking yeah. at on Amazon. Um, that is, that one's out uh, in November. Um, yeah, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order drops uh, November 15th. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. We're not sponsored by them, but I'll give them a shout-out anyways. Uh, $50. <laughs> so you can save $10 by pre-ordering it now. Um, and I think it comes with a bonus, but I'm not sure. You can also pre-order uh, Marvel's Avengers right now. Uh, oh, really? It's not out huh. until May 15th, 2020. Um, but you save $10 if you do it now. So, yeah. All right. I've been getting my games a lot through Prime only because uh, you get the free shipping, and typically you get them. It's there the day of. Yeah, and it's there the day of, and I don't have to go to the store and get it. I mean, if you're saving 10 bucks and you don't have to go anywhere special, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if if Costco would get them, which you go to Costco.com for most, but um, unfortunately, Amazon just ends up being the best deal for games. Yeah. 
Um, it's funny. I'm going back through you know these pictures of uh, Jedi um, Night Two. I was trying to remember what system I had that on, and then it hit me that I had it on the GameCube, you know, with that teeny <laughs> that little disc. And I think it I is, yeah. The, uh, oh, was it? The, I played it. I had it on the PS2, or I played it on the PS2. Okay, yeah, I didn't own a PS2. I had the one, and I have the four now. But I went Xbox uh, shortly after the first PlayStation. So. Mm. Haven't switched back. All right. Uh, speaking of things that are coming to uh, Nintendo specifically, um, at the September 4th Nintendo Direct, there was a number of announcements, which we'll run through here. We'll dive a little bit deeper into a few of them. But, uh, yeah, we've got some big Nintendo stuff coming up. What was that? Oh. <laughs> Hi, Cindy, by the way. She's live streaming, watching. So, hello. Nice. I see hello. Was posting something on our page. So, <laughs> Oh, very cool. So, um, Nintendo announced that uh, there are a number of Super Nintendo games coming to the Nintendo Switch, which we'll dive into a little bit deeper here. Um, not here, but in a little bit. And then a new Super Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC character update, which will also hit here in a little bit. Aside from those, um, Overwatch is coming to Ninten- Nintendo Switch, so all of you fans... you say? Yep. <laughs> All of you fans of Overwatch that uh, you know want to take the game on the go, um, now you can. Yeah, kind of weird to re-release something like that. That's kind of dated now, you know. Like it is, but it still has a huge following. I mean, e leagues are still playing it, um, you know. But the biggest thing here is that again, you can take it on the go. It's. I hear it's a great game. I've, I've actually never played it. My boys have it. They played it for a little while, but. Uh, other than that, you know, I think they're <laughs> on, so they're on, they're on you, Cuphead huh? right now. So, I, you know, I, I just don't have time for these, you know, big, big time consuming games. No, I hear you. Uh, looks like uh, Nintendo Switch is also getting Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Um, I never played any of the Xenoblade yeah, games. I hear you? great things about them. Um, it's first released uh, on the Wii back in 2011, um, but uh, has a good following as well. I mean, it's funny we're covering video game stuff. We're talking about games we've never played. So, right, yeah. right. S- speaking of which, Animal Crossing, which I know you said you only played to go in and play the uh, old <laughs> yeah, classic yeah. games. My old roommate Andrew Nixon uh, back in yeah, it was a long, a long time ago. I think. Uh, uh, 2000 was after we graduated and had a had a place and uh he had a was it a gamecube was that out then i don't know if it's a game i think it was was the gamecube out then i don't remember probably yeah it was yeah it was because so anyways he had animal crossing and you could find little rooms and you could play old school nintendo games so i thought Mm -hmm. that was cool but uh i have no desire to play this so not not for me so what you're saying is move on. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's good for, you know, I think there's a lot of people that love Animal Crossing, though. So I'm not knocking anybody that loves it. It's just personally, yeah. I'm not into it. But, uh, 
it's got a hell of a following. I know a lot of people that grew up on the Animal Cross, the first one and so forth. So uh, if, if you're looking forward to that, that's still coming out in March of 2020. So that they showed a little more at the Nintendo Direct yesterday. All right. All right. Uh, the next one, as I'm reading through, is almost like non-news. So uh, it says, new Pokemon Sword and Shield features, which obviously there's a huge Pokemon following. Well, those new features are a new camp functionality, which I have no idea what that is, <laughs> and the ability to cook different types of curry rice. Yeah, that's what I want to get Pokemon for. Oh, sorry, you battle. You battle over here. I'm cooking rice. Curry rice. Oh, oh God, I make the curry rice. I don't have time to battle you. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, uh, there is a new original game coming to the Switch called Deadly, Deadly Premonition 2, which looks like to be a uh, survival adventure, uh, maybe a little bit of a horror game, which is sort of rare on a Nintendo system. Hello, it's Deadly Premonition 2. <laughs> uh, there's a new game called, and it's apparently out now, Super Kirby Clash, which is a free-to-start four-player quest game for loot. Um, my guess is it's uh, you know in-app purchases that you have to do, but uh, any Nintendo game Kirby is going to yeah, be fun. I downloaded that for the Switch this morning. I didn't play it yet, but I mean it's free, so I'll try it. I don't yeah, know how much time I'll see. devote to it, but uh, free is free. Exactly. Uh, we're going to talk Luigi's Mansion Three here in just a sec. Uh, there's some new ports remasters that were announced. Uh, you've got the return of Obri. Oh, Lin. I love that game. To Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tokyo Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh man, another great game. I can't wait to play. <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh my god. <laughs> These games, man. I mean. This one actually is pretty good. Doom 64. Yeah. I actually never played Doom 64. Really? Oh, never mind. I did. Good. I take that back. I did. It had the yellow cartridge. It did, yep. Yeah. Uh, what we already talked about, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection, which uh, includes Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and uh, Rogue. All good if you haven't played the Assassin's Creed game. So, uh, Black Flag was a good one. That's the only one I actually yeah. really got into, because that was the pirate one. Yeah, a little bit different from you know the traditional Assassin's Creed. The last one I played was actually the one that took place uh, during the Revolutionary oh, okay. War. Oh, okay. So that was fun, but so uh, uh, you know, the, games start to keep up with it. Exactly, it's like once a year there's a new one yeah. coming out. So, all right. Um, so from there, we will go ahead and go into some. Information about uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Ooh, Luigi. Yep. Oop, you disappeared from the screen there oh, for a I sec. Just, I, he sucked me up in his little vacuum cleaner thing, you know? Ah. All right. So the big announcement with Luigi's Mansion 3 is there's uh, what's called New Scream Park mode. And I'm talking over your drops That's there, okay. Tom. I hit it. I didn't time that good. Time that good. <laughs> Um, apparently, this new screen park mode will allow two to eight players to battle ghosts as either Team Luigi or Team Gooigi. Which, if you're if you're watching our uh, 
uh, stream here is the ectoplasmic version of Luigi. That is not Luigi. Your drops are pretty low. I don't know what happened. Oh, I turned the volume down. Well, that would explain it. <laughs> there we go. So uh, it adds a new co-op feature that uh, obviously be fun. Um, you know, you can play with friends online, and I don't know if it allows you to do the co-op if you've got uh, you know two switches nearby each other. But uh, I've I've played little bits of the other Luigi's Mansion games, and uh, they're fun. You know, any Mario game is fun. Yeah, this is giving me a good one. The more I see of it, they took the best element, the elements of the GameCube uh, original Luigi's Mansion and then the 3DS version. So um, adding this new gameplay mode actually might make their online service fun to use with other people. So Yeah, and it says that, uh, you know, there's a little trailer here that uh, I'm sure is on our Facebook page. Uh, we get some looks at the new floors in the Haunted Hotel featuring um, the Mezzanine, Castle McFrights, Garden Suites, Tomb Suites, the Dance Hall, and the Spectral Catch. So, and uh, it drops October 31st, oddly enough, on Halloween, which uh, actually is is pretty smart on Nintendo's part. Yeah, I think uh, very smart marketing, and... I'm a Luigi, number one. <laughs> All right, sticking with the, sticking with the Nintendo Switch, um, probably one of the main reasons to own one is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Not only did it come with just a huge number of characters, there's more and more characters that are coming out, it seems like, every week. And so the next confirmed character is uh, Terry Bogard, which if you don't recognize the name, you can head over to um, our Facebook page, you can check the stream, but he's the blonde ponytailed fighter from Fatal Fury, which was a fun button smasher game from SNK back in the day. Yeah, that was really cool that they got another crossover. I mean, uh, this week, uh, Banjo-Kazooie was the uh, downloadable character that just released. Uh, did you already uh, download it? Uh, no, I have not. No. Okay. Yeah, there's six bucks a pop for a character. So, not that that's a lot, but I just I download them yet. <laughs> but it gives. The, but what's right. cool is it gives Smash Brothers that much more uh, replayability because now you have a new stage and a new story to go through. So, I'm you know it's pretty good for the six bucks. I just have not, uh, in, including yeah. a, a Fatal Fury uh, fighter in there is uh, pretty cool actually. So now, are you able to download DLCs as like packages? Yeah. So instead of paying six bucks, you can pay 15, 20, 10, whatever it is yeah, to get more characters. And gets you the first five characters. So you save six bucks by doing it. Okay. Like, All right. If you're going to do it anyway, that's the way to do right, it, right? Yeah. Right now, you could get uh, Joker, not DC Joker, but just some character named Joker. I don't know what he's from. Right, if you want the DLC Joker for Mortal Kombat, you got to wait, yeah, on, wait that on that one. Yeah, wait on that one, yeah. And then there's the Hero, which is some Dragon Quest character. He's available, and um, now Banjo-Kazooie's available, and then Terry's out in November, and then they haven't announced the fifth one, so. 
Okay. Um, they did announce, though, like after these five, they're going to do another set of uh, characters after. So, because why would they not? And they're making hand over fist and money, and right? Playability, then why would you not keep dumping money into the game? Well, and that's the thing. It makes more sense for them to do it that way than release Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Two. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot characters of characters, and then add new ones. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, they're making way more money doing it this yeah. way. And I think more and more games will follow suit, you know, where it'll be just like the base game that you purchase once and then updates will come along and DLC characters and, and you won't have to, you know, buy the new version of the game once a year or once every two yeah, years. Yeah, no, they are smart. Um, I think Killer Instinct uh, on the Xbox One was like that, was the, one of the first ones like that where... It started out as a base game. You could get the free version, which only had like four characters. But if you bought the mm-hmm. one, you had eight characters. And then every season that dropped was like 30 bucks, but it gave you like eight new characters. Um, and they've done three seasons and they're up to like 24 or 30, somewhere between that amount of characters. And the game, every time they update new modes and new things like that. Yeah. So it gives it good replayability and... I wish Marvel versus Capcom would have done that. Instead, they just kind of fell off the face of the planet. Well, I think they sort of need to go back to the drawing board a little bit. Their characters were funky looking. You know, if they they make them look... Go back to the sprites, man. Go back to that (laughs) animator. Or take a page out of uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters and make it all anime looking. Yeah. Well, even like Street Fighter Alpha feel where it was that next level of the 2D you know animation yeah. but it was crisp and it was clear not this weird 3D where everybody's got these weird shoulders and chests and tiny heads and yeah 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 they were they were really goofy looking in that one yep all right we are finally on our last the story, last story. Uh, yeah and with as few stories we're at an hour and 5 minutes oh, now yeah. I think Not bad at five all. of those minutes was that pre-show. Yeah. And that was just us waiting for YouTube to finally uh, grab the stream. This, so. this this one I'm I'm super excited about. I mean, now, if there wasn't a reason to own the Nintendo Switch, my God, go get yourself a Nintendo Switch. What do you... Well, Nintendo Switch had been releasing NES games, which are fun, but uh, up to this point, Nothing in regards to Super Nintendo games. Well, of course, that's all going to change now because they just listed a ton of games that they're making available on the Switch, uh, including Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, Super Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Super Puyo Puyo 2, (laughs) Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race Effects, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. And for the record, back in the Super Nintendo era of the early 90s, everything was super. <laughs> like, I don't know why they did that. Super Mario. Well, the Mario thing I got, that, that's always been super, but Super Metroid... Well, there was still crossover that, uh, you know, when they released the Super Nintendo, they were still putting out some NES games. And so just 
to not confuse people. They made sure that. So now check this this out. So what you're getting with this deal here is you're paying 20 bucks for one year of Nintendo's online service. This is the only way you can get these. So you pay one time 20 bucks. Yeah. Unlimited access to these games. And then roughly 60 Nintendo games. Um, and there's some gems on that on the Nintendo side that there's an unreleased Excite Bite game um, they put on there. It's a lot of fun. Um, there is every like almost everyone that's non-licensed, of course. Like you're not going to find Ninja Turtles or anything like that. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's really cool. And this list here was super surprising to roll out with. Like they're not make they just kind of gave you the big heavy hitters right out the gate. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was surprised maybe like Final Fight wasn't in there. That was a real big game in the beginning. I, I wouldn't, I wasn't expecting no Joe and Mac. I mean, mm-hmm. I played the first Joe and Mac, but I didn't never play the second one. But um, you get the, the heavy hitters we grew up with, like F Zero, Mario Kart, Star Fox, Pilot Wings was yeah, a lot it was of fun. A great game. Um, so I'm. I'm really excited, and I never played Kirby's Dream Land three on the Super Nintendo. I don't think I hadn't either. So, um, um, really cool, and I'm telling you to take this on the go with you now. So your Switch, if you're paying twenty bucks for the year, and this is not a month, it's for a year. You now have over eighty something games right out the gate. You don't have to download them; they're just there. So um, wow. you just open up the little app, and all the games are just in there. And um, I th- I'm thinking that means that's probably the end of the classic Nintendo games. I don't think like what they were doing was releasing like three a month. Okay. I doubt you're going to see any more of the classic Nintendo. I think they'll probably just be shelling out the Super Nintendo at this point. But considering that you paid so much for the NES Mini Classic or the Super Nintendo Mini Classic, I mean, a lot of these games, you know, even on this list, I don't think we're or on even the classic SNES out the gate, so. No, not unless you've got the super the secret. Super secret editions, you know. Modified yeah. one, you and, know. Uh, <laughs> and another cool thing that they're releasing, too, um, if you're an online member, it's the only way you can get it, um, you can get a, a vintage classic Super Nintendo controller that's Bluetooth, and you can play these games wirelessly. Um, kind of like the NES ones, you had those, Um now you can get the Super Nintendo version. It's twenty nine ninety nine. You can order it now. Um, and right now, if you if you're listening to this, these are available now. Like these are not coming in the next couple months. It's just um, you sign up and you got them. I mean, obviously, it, today is September fifth, and as we record this twelve sixteen p.m., it's not on there yet. I tried beforehand because I wanted to play me some Super Nintendo before work, but. Uh, that's not happening today. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good it was show. A great show. Um, thanks to everyone who tuned in. Even if you tune in just for a minute and you saw our beautiful faces, and we're like, "No, I'm good. I'm not watching that." Uh, thanks for diving <laughs> in. Um, we look forward to meeting you all at the Reno Pop Culture Con when you come out, and uh, look yep. forward to uh, episode 37 next week. Yeah, and so uh, you know, as always. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you like. Uh, Obviously, with these live streams, we're still dialing in a few things. Um, As I mentioned on the top of the show, it's bugging me this delay that's uh, happening with my video. 
Tony's looking better, Thanks, though. Yeah, hey, um, it's not blurry, but I did take into consideration that my internet sucks. It probably does. I'm in a basement, for God's sake. That's all right. And uh, subscribe, download, stream, share. You know, let us know what you think. Uh, of course, we appreciate everybody who listens and tunes yeah, and in. And for the podcast and, version, because we've really focused on our, our live stretch and stuff. So if you're still on here too, remember you. If you don't, if you're not listening, or if you're not watching us, you're listening to us on uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts, you'll find us. Yep. All right. Uh, until next week, we will see you guys then. Later. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Woo! Daddy. Where's Fluffy? Goodbye.